welcome to the Keeper's Flame Podcast. My name is Joe Adams, and I'm a spiritual life and mindset coach here to help you navigate what I believe is the greatest transition in human history. I believe we're all playing a very important role in this transition that many call the Great Awakening. And with a deeper understanding of who we are and why we're here, you too can assist in keeping your flame burning bright so that we can transition smoothly into this golden age. Join me on a journey for truth and a shift in consciousness as we combine spirituality, law of attraction, science, and more for a practical understanding that will allow you to make sense of it all so that you can live a meaningful life filled with abundance, balance, and synchronicity. Welcome to the Great Awakening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of The Keeper's Flame. I'm your host, Joe Adams, and the title of today's episode is How to Receive Revelation and Higher Spiritual Truth. I think this is an important topic because, well, number one, I'll go ahead and say this. You don't have to be a spiritual person or a religious person to raise your vibration, raise your consciousness, or have a good life. We, we all know those people that don't seem to be spiritual at all. They don't care anything about it but they have a good life. And usually those people, if you pay attention to how they live, they're virtuous people, right? They're doing good things for others. They have a good family. They have good values. They're benevolent, virtuous um, people. So the law of attraction states that you will receive what you put out. So you don't have to be, you know, pursuing the creator in order to have a good life or to raise your consciousness. Uh, the creator is not a tyrant, so he's not going, not going to be um, upset or his pride is not going to be hurt because you're not pursuing him. But what I found is that throughout my path, when I started to you know, pursue the creator, uh, it just added that much more you know, peace, love, and passion to my life. So I thought it'd be a good time to dive into this subject and, and uh, just give you guys something else to think about. So I picked up a book one day, Autobiography of a Yogi. This book had a, a big impact on my path. Paramahansa Yogananda said in that book, he says, never listen to the man that quotes scripture. Listen to the man that knows God. And there was something about that that really resonated with me because he was, if anyone's ever read this, you would know that he, his love for God and his love for the divine were just at a different level than I had ever experienced or read about uh, in any other books or anything that I had come across. He was inspirational to say the least. He, the love that he expressed for the divine made you really feel like he knew God that he did know something that most of us didn't know. And he also said, if you ever pray for anything, pray for truth. So I started doing that, and it just made all the difference in the world. I, I started to finally receive information that filled in all the blanks. That makes me think of a, a Bible verse, Proverbs 4-7. It says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. And you have to be able to relate to that because without proper wisdom and understanding, 
with any subject in life, it's pretty hard to navigate uh, the way you need to navigate. It's pretty hard to uh, build a house without a set of house plan uh, without a set of house plans, right? It's just a big guessing game. It's like flying a plane in the dark with no navigation. So that wisdom and clarity really makes it a lot easier to find what it is you're looking for. So what I did is I started to just really keep an open mind. I realized that there was so much more that I didn't know, and I wanted to know it, so I kept an open mind and kept asking for truth and clarity, like Yogananda said. And what followed was just some of the most amazing uh, years of my life, so exciting and so mystical and the synchronicity and the understandings and aha moments I was receiving were just out of this world. And I'll go ahead and say this, that I don't want to offend anyone that knows scripture very well, because just because he said, don't listen to the man that quotes scripture, listen to the man that knows God. It doesn't mean that there aren't people out there that know God and they can quote scripture. Okay. There's a lot of good people that can quote scripture and they know God. It's just, that's not usually the case. And the reason why is there's something about the ego that we all carry around with us. It wants to hurry up and feel comfortable about something so it can feel comfortable in its life, right? You want to you come to a conclusion. You want to hurry up and find the conclusion so that you can feel comfortable uh, in your life and, and going about your day and your daily activities. So you can hurry up and get that thing behind you. All right, I understand it. We're good to go. Got to figure it out. Now let me go live my life. And since the law of free will is so powerful, when you choose to say to yourself, I've got it figured out, it's like at that point in time, God, the divine, all of his angels and ascended beings that are here to help us, they have no choice but to sit back and be on standby until you decide to ask for more. So God's basically saying, as soon as you say that, all right, my dear one, play on. Go have your fun with the things of this world. When you're ready for more, come back and ask me. I'll give you more. So one of the most important things you can do when it comes to spiritual truth or to be on the path is to keep an open mind because all spiritual teachings are progressive. And what I mean by that is there's always more. It's, it's hard to understand Everything about spirituality or all spiritual truth from one level of consciousness. And for example, if you think about it, think back in your life where you have, you know, you have ex you, you read something or you heard something and you thought you knew what it meant. And then later down the road, you hear it again or it crosses your mind again and you have an aha moment and you're like, whoa, okay, I, now I get it. I thought I understood that before, but now I understand it. That's because since the first time you heard whatever it was, your consciousness has risen and you were receptive to a higher level of truth. And what I realized through experience is that there's always a higher level of truth. Never feel like you've got it all figured out. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have certain topics or certain, you know, certain points of uh, spiritual understanding figured out. Because you can, but what I'm saying is there's always more. 
So again, as you raise your consciousness, you raise your vibration, you weed out all the negative thoughts and negative thought patterns and uh, negative um, programs within your mind, you're going to raise your vibration. You're going to naturally feel more, feel more love and peace and happiness, and you're going to be receptive to higher levels of understanding, uh, especially spiritual understanding. I remember after reading these different books, I was, um, I really wanted a teacher. I wanted a guru in my life. Yogananda's guru, his name was Sri Yukteswa. And when you read about these guys, they're just amazing beings. And they're examples of what we can all be if we raise our consciousness and work our way back to the light. Uh, Jesus was just one of those examples. He was a very powerful example. And if you look at Jesus the right way and you realize that he was not the only son of God, he was just a son of God, just like the rest of us, it makes him even more impressive because he didn't come here with special powers and special abilities and perform all these acts. He had to earn that just like we do. And he was meant to be an example, not an idol. And there is present day teachings that we will get into at some point that he explains all of this. And I remember when I first picked up some of these books, it worried me a little bit because it wasn't what I was taught, um, like say in church, for example. But I asked God and I prayed, I said, you know, something about this doesn't seem right, but I have been praying for truth and wisdom and clarity, and this is what you presented me. So if this is what I'm meant to be reading, give me more. If it's not, take it from me. And it, I kept receiving more. And as my vibration had risen, I realized that higher levels of spiritual truth and understanding, they can't be seen or touched or felt. Okay, those are the senses of the world, of the material world. We're not material beings. We're spiritual beings having a physical, material experience. So what you do is you end up opening up your mind to higher levels of, of understanding and you start to sense and feel these things. Just like when I told you the story about when I was sitting in my hammock trying to figure out what it was that Buddha's student had cracked a smile about after hours of holding a flower, he cracked a smile. I was looking around and trying to figure out what that was. And all of a sudden I had this major peace that came over me. And when I noticed it, it hit me twice as hard. And I felt a peace and energy go through my body that I had never felt before. And I knew exactly what Jesus meant when he said the peace that passeth understanding. And it's so simple. As you raise your vibration, you're receptive to higher levels of peace, love, and understanding, and, and many other things. So you've never been there before. So when you receive that higher level of peace and understanding, it passes your previous level of understanding, and it'll blow you away. And I've heard other spiritual people that are on this path that are much further along than I am say that the, the good news about that, the most amazing thing about that, is there's always a higher level of understanding. There's always a higher level of truth that you can experience. You see, our bodies at its current condition can only experience so much light. If all the light that we were meant to receive came in at one time, it would 
it would probably destroy us or at bare minimum be very uncomfortable, okay? Because our bodies aren't able to hold that frequency yet. Because of our free will choice of thoughts, we've lowered the vibration and we can't, we can't feel or experience that type of love and peace yet. But what is enlightenment? When someone experiences enlightenment, they tell you that at that point in time, they realize that there was no separation, that we were all one. And they talk about the bliss that they feel from that point. Well, enlightenment is just simply a high level of consciousness, a high level of vibration. And it's very simple to understand. So now at that point in that person's life, they're able to receive more of that, that, that universal light, that light from the divine, that light from the creator. They're able to receive and absorb more of it. I always use this analogy. You take a bottle and fill it up with ocean water and throw it in the ocean and put a cork in it. It's the same substance. There's just a thin veil dividing that substance. That thin veil dividing us from our creator that created us in his image and likeness, the thin veil for us is our free will choice of thoughts that lowers our vibration to a point that we can't receive the fullness of his love, of his divine energy. But you can prove this to yourself because as you raise your consciousness, as you raise your vibration by cleaning out all the old programs, you will experience a higher level of peace and love. I promise it has to happen because God's law is not flimsy. It's exact. It's perfect every time. And God does not judge us. We judge ourselves by our free will choice of thoughts and actions. So I think I got a little off track there. I was talking about you know, at one point I wanted a guru, I wanted a teacher. And I was saying that, you know, when you read about these beings, they're so impressive that you, of course, we would like to have one that we could keep by our side and have for support and guidance. But I prayed for it. I prayed, I prayed about that, that subject or that topic of, of receiving a teacher or a guru. And the answer that I got was, we're in a time that we don't need that anymore. The vibration is rising on this planet. The collective consciousness is rising. We are going through what's called the Great Awakening. And the truth is within us. Jesus even said that. The truth is within you. So, and, and again, it's so easy to understand. Look at yourself. Stop looking at yourself like you're a material being. Because you're a being of light. You're a being of energy. And you send and receive energy. You are in charge of the energy that comes through your body. You qualify or misqualify it. And at what level of whatever level of energy you have within your body, you're going to receive like vibration. So it's it's now we're going to go back to the law of attraction. You know, you hold the image of what it is you want in your mind, you back it with a positive loving emotion, you see all the detail, you keep it, and you set your radio station to gratitude that you already have what it is, and there's no more exact frequency to pull that thing into your life than holding that exact frequency of saying, thank you that I already have this. So it's the same thing when you're looking for spiritual truth or revelation. If you want deeper spiritual truth and and revelation to be a part of your life, set the intention that that is what you want and be passionate about it. Passion creates intuition and intuition are the answers from above. That's the answers you want to hear. That's the voice you want to pay attention to. A lot of people have the problem, 
And it's understandable. This world we live in is really dense and hard to understand at times. But a lot of people have the problem of praying for something and they forget they even asked. They forget they prayed. Now, there is a certain way to do this, and, and that is to adopt the mindset that God is not just going to do everything for you. And once you realize that you have work to do in this world, that's why you came here. You came here to raise your consciousness, to get over certain programs that you have, and to make a difference in this world. Every one of us are special. Every one of us are star seeds, and we all have a particular purpose um, for being in this world. And we'll talk uh, in another show, maybe we'll talk about what you have to do and what it takes to find that purpose. But if you learn that you have work to do and you start praying for the right things, that is what makes all the difference in the world. So again, pray for truth and clarity because don't forget you have work to do and it's not going to be done for you. The divine will show you the door. The divine will guide you. But the divine is not going to do the work for you. And the sooner you accept that truth, the faster you'll start working your life into an upward spiral. So when you place your attention on the fact that you want truth and you want spiritual truth, then that truth will start to come to you. You'll start to receive it. And then when you receive that truth, that's what we call revelation. Then the next step is to integrate it into your life. Because I've mentioned this before, just the subject of truth, just receiving truth feels so good because high spiritual truth carries within itself a certain vibration, just like anything else does. Every, everything carries a certain vibration. And when you're hearing these spiritual truths that give you these aha moments, sometimes a feeling is just, sometimes it can be overwhelming. And that, that energy that you receive is enough to sustain you and keep you happy for a while. But you have to be careful because the ego is very slick, okay? And it has a serious survival mechanism. And it'll try to keep you right there in that state of mind, in that state of consciousness to where it says to itself, well, if if I can't keep him or her from learning these truths, then I'll just go for the next best thing and I'll try to keep them sitting right here where they're at. And it doesn't want you to take action. So you'll find yourself just continuing to read books or hear spiritual truth or search out spiritual truth because it makes you feel good, but you don't take action on it. And eventually your intuition will start telling you that you're doing something wrong and you need to, you need to kick it in gear. But that's what it is. It's receive revelation. You receive spiritual truth because you ask for it. And it's coming. I promise you. It, that, that's the prayers that when you ask, you receive. You'll see it. Try it in your life, you'll see that it works. And then when you act on it, that's when you start seeing the big difference in your life. So you receive revelation and then you integrate it into your life. Ponder on it. Contemplate the truth of it. Contemplate on how this affects your life and why you needed to hear the truth. Because usually what you hear, like I said, is exactly what you need to hear at that point in time on your path. So the message for today is... is very short and simple. And if, if this is not for you, that's fine. If you're not ready to um, have a relationship with the divine and you just want to keep, you know, raising your vibration without creating that relationship with the divine, that'll work for a while. But I have a feeling that eventually, if you're not ready now, that you, you will be ready later. 
uh, because it's almost like, you know, how do you feel about your kids or your parents? How do you, you know, would you, how would you feel if your kids didn't respect you or love you or look up to you? Uh, so I think that it, from my personal opinion, if something that amazing, that benevolent, that loving created me and loves me so much that humanity can't even understand that level of love. And I get that because as you raise your consciousness, you'll experience higher levels of love, but then you'll understand that there's always a higher level and you start to understand the magnitude of God's love for us. But I just find it odd that, I don't know, my personal opinion is I want to respect the Creator and give the Creator love. And not only that, I'll tell you this. We've talked about this, that where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So if you place your attention on something loving, it multiplies that energy. If you place your attention on something negative, it decreases and lowers the vibration of the energy. And that energy will eventually come back around to give you an opportunity to transmute it to a higher level, to look at it from a different perspective. But the cool thing about the divine is, is when you place your attention on God and you worship God, you give him love, or you give a divine being like Jesus Christ love, they will multiply that love with their love and send it back to you. So it's, it's a trick. It's a it's a uh, it's a spiritual tool that I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't not use it. Take advantage of that, and you can see signs of this when people go to church. They may go to church and they may go to a church that doesn't really teach um, spiritual truth that accurately because of their interpretation of it, and that's fine. They're at a certain level that eventually they'll go to a higher level, hopefully. But people go to church, you've probably done it, you go to church and you're worshiping Jesus and you're, you know, you're giving him love and you leave feeling like you're on cloud nine. It's because he multiplied that love and sent it back to you. But again, it's just a tool that I like to use and I wouldn't, I would take advantage of it. And if you're not ready, that's fine too. But I felt like it would be a, uh, a good topic for today. So the next thing I want to remind you is the scale of consciousness, before we finish here, just a quick reminder that everything on David Hawkins' scale of consciousness below 200 is negativity, any negative emotion. You don't even have to look at the scale if you don't want to. I would pull it up, but if you if you don't want to pull it up, that's fine. Just, just remember that anything below 200 on the scale of consciousness is a negative emotion, and it will misqualify your energy. So get all of those programs that are in your mind that create those emotions all those perspectives about life that create a negative emotion, weed it out. And think about the emotions that are above 200. I always like to say that the emotions below 200 are the devil. And I like to look at it as I'm starving the devil by keeping my thoughts above 200. So until next time, keep it above 200 and starve the devil. <laughs>